0: This episode is brought to you by MoodyBootyApparel.com. Based right here in Denver, Colorado, Moody Booty Apparel has brought sober queer fashion and accessories to the next level. For ten percent off your Moody Booty Apparel purchase, use promo code SoberGay10 at checkout. That's MoodyBootyApparel.com. Code SoberGay10 at checkout for ten percent off. Welcome to The Sober Gay, a podcast about being sober in the LGBT community and beyond. I'm your host, Dylan Gay, and yes, that is my real last name. Hi, Aubrey.
1: Hello, Dylan. (laughs) it's so good to see you i know it's been so long. i know we
0: haven't seen each other in a while you've been very busy with school you're getting your a studio on and you've
1: been very busy with your personal life and <gasps> doing something yeah so. oh
0: my goodness i know i'm very you know very busy learning another language
1: Ooh! reading
0: and, you know
1: <gasps> what language are you learning <laughs> <laughs>
0: um spanish yes um i've been learning it for a long time just uh in working um with people that speak spanish and always just learning and listening and so i've always uh you know understood a lot of what i hear and now i just really want to dive more into speaking at myself and do you want to be able to form. have a conversation i mean especially
1: yeah. where you work you want to be able to have a conversation yeah. with everyone uh,
0: i just want to be able to travel and not have to worry about anything mm-hmm. and you know i'm already so good at spanish so i'm like might as well just expand on something i'm already good at you know so and like my co-workers that i speak with always say like you you're bilingual you're broken spanish but you're bilingual like you and i'm like that means so much to me just you to say hear thank you uh, gracias. <laughs> like, oh gosh but it's just very like uh it's very like confirming to hear them say like hey listen be easy on yourself you're bilingual like yeah. even, even though you're so broken you can understand and like make a choppy ass sentence back at us and i'm like hey
1: okay cool <laughs> it's something and i honesty, honestly yeah. better than most americans and better than me so <laughs> okay well keep it going i it's something i need to get better i want to learn a few languages do it now. duolingo i know not sponsored but <laughs> i know not sponsored but if you ever want to right we <laughs> are
0: sponsored by moody booty apparel though so thank you for the for the, yes. all, the all the people that have been using the discount code Uh, Um,
1: amazing by the way
0: great great um we are talking about today we are today talking about today we are talking about (laughs) i knew you'd (laughs) get there oh my goodness i think the duolingo has me
1: messing up my the way i form my english sentences you want to say the preposition or whatever backwards (laughs) however it works you know
0: um today we are talking about um (laughs)
1: <laughs> we're, we're about uh, cross addictions right uh, yeah basically, or not necessarily cross addiction but...
0: oh basically um replacement addictions yeah um ba- like filling the void of something that you have before and kind of going down or it doesn't have to be down going up a different ladder or going down a different path or going down a hole um with something you were previously addicted to and just it's almost like you know you want to quit smoking and then you just start chewing gum yeah it it doesn't have to be so extreme um it could be something as simple as is that honestly um
1: i think that actually ties in really well too with uh kind of what i want to bring to the table as well today which is um what I call the disaster artists. I just and, love the sound of that. All right. It's a great <laughs> I feel like it's a great term for this, which is that we in and people in sobriety and and addiction create our own disasters. We kind of fixate on a single point. We see the horrible side of it and not necessarily the good side and then we fall down that path. Mm. And I feel like that ties really well in with this like uh intra addiction or like, you know, changing one for another um because i believe that sometimes we see these things and we're like oh i can do this and then you're like wait i started doing it and now you start seeing the bad things about it and you're like oh crap
0: yeah and, you <laughs> don't, and it's not necessarily something that we're like like aware of at yeah. the time it's something that it could be gradual over time you don't realize that you're doing and that's mm. why our our brains are so moldable you know they, they can, really are they can be you know repetition in our everyday activities create lines in our brain that are you know it gets used to following those lines mm. but the great thing about our brains is neuroplasticity and we can create new lines
1: new memories new, new connections new
0: connections in our brain to these everyday tasks that we associate with to be either daunting or uh different in general
1: yeah it really takes uh i mean and when we talk about the neuroplasticity it takes repetition it takes you know uh, this is a a part of that like disaster thing we expect something right away and when we don't get it we say fuck it and then we we kind of let it go to the wayside as opposed to like really trying to work towards it and then allowing your brain to make that connection that this is actually a good It's almost kind of like training a dog or a cat. That sounds really weird, but like you create a positive connection with something that you know you want them to do or or, you're to you know to like, and you continue to create that connection, and eventually they'll get that. Absolutely. So like it's it's that same same concept. We need to create more connections, more positive interactions with these things.
0: Things and (laughs) some of those things may be. um, I think about like. I was doing a little therapy for eating. I think we've talked about that last mm-hmm. episode and that really is what put me onto it. So I've been listening to a couple different different uh, therapy sessions um, with certain eating habits and um, uh, it all kind of stems from not it, it's like a, turning off the brain Mm. and not being mindful and turning off the brain just to kind of fill it and do something really quick that can jam some serotonin in there and um yeah it's like that (laughs) 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 that's not the point i saw you want to say something i think
1: no i think i understood that but can i like break it down a little bit more for me i just kind of want to like i guess i think i get it
0: Um, When I'm mindful and thinking about what I'm eating, it's, I get, I realize more, I'm more, this is so hard to say for me. It's, I'm more in tune with my body and listening to it in that way. So it's like where I would go to eat before and I'd have to turn a TV show on. And that's something I've done since I was young, very young and recently and it's been hard it's not something i can just say i've instantly just switched over because i still find myself you know ordering a domino's and turning the tv on and just eating it all as much as i can and but when i stop turn the tv off and i'm mindful of what i'm doing i was i'm able to slowly ease myself into um just listening to when I'm actually full and being done instead of just turning it off and, you know.
1: We actually did that in my uh, rehab when I was doing the outpatient here and we called it mindful eating, which is you would literally sit there in the quiet, nothing around, no one around, and you would just eat. And the whole point of the this trial or this, you know, test was to eat with no judgments. And it's just to kind of eat and allow your allow yourself to know where your body's at. And it was it was the same thing. You're like you don't allow your judgment while you're eating. So you're not like judging the food. You're not saying, Oh, this is too crunchy or this is too, you know, soggy, or oh, this is so good. Yada yada. You're not making that judgment. You're just eating and allowing your body to know how you're feeling as you're eating. It was a really interesting way of going about it because it did allow you to kind of bring yourself back into that moment and it allow me to really understand my food in my body it's it's cool
0: i will say eating has definitely been something i struggle with as a a replacement addiction and it was also uh, a main addiction when i was an alcoholic i would drink as much as i could and i would wait to eat i would not eat if i was drinking because i would want to wait to be able to you know have my moment to turn on the tv Mm -hmm. or whatever and just turn off the switch and just start gorging out and eating all that i wanted and, um, yeah, so that's something that I like, it's like, it's like, a sober residue. <laughs> I yeah. think it's like stuff that's left over that I still think about now.
1: It creates that it, it, maybe this is why we kind of fall back into some of our, you know, real big addictions like alcoholism is because we haven't learned that those connections are still from that past of us, you know, sitting down I, I did the same thing. I wanted to, you know, have my drink first and then eat as much as i could and just sit and watch tv and that was just a natural thing and i do the same thing today like no matter what i'm always have the tv on or whatever and it is that past from alcoholism
0: yeah it's rough because in like my early 20s it was so easy to just bounce back and you know go for a run the next morning and sweat it all out Mm. but now that i'm getting older it's like okay dealt with the alcoholism I need to now deal with some of the residue mm-hmm. that and that's why I'm really trying to just be more mindful of what I am eating. And like I said earlier, this isn't something I have just switched over and I'm instantly healed. This is something that I'm like dealing with day to day. Yeah. You know, like trying to be more mindful of when I'm eating, what I'm eating, how I'm eating it and not just make it about you know the most delicious thing i can shove in my face as i and as much of a quantity as possible yeah
1: you want you want that to be the only meal almost it's like ah, so
0: good you know like even like when i get full if i'm watching tv i can like turn that off and just keep going past that full limit and almost make myself uncomfortable yeah and it's you know to the point where it's like almost like become a crutch with sleeping to because it makes you so sleepy after and then you just want to crawl in and just go to bed for the night. And it's just dangerous um, because that can lead to many health issues mm-hmm. um, down the road. So I think I'm just getting this wake up call of, you know, that replacement addiction residue, whatever you want to call it um, is serious. and yeah. It all stems from something deep within us that, you know, only mindfulness can
1: cure yeah my my big one right now is sweets and i that's been a struggle of mine um ever since i was a kid but especially after drinking i, I know we a, a lot of us have you know that sweet intake right away because when you drink you, alcohol turns to sugar yada yada Something that a lot of people don't necessarily know. But, yeah, you fill yourself up with sugar when you're drinking. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, and So, so when you, you take that away, you want to put more sugar wanna in. You want to put more sugar in. And that is my problem is I eat a lot of sugar. And I am better at it now. There are some days where I'm like, I don't have anything. Or I'll go, like, two or three days without having, like, a sweet. I'll still have soda almost every day. But I'm getting there. Yeah. And it's I something. Don't,
0: like, reframe the way you think about it. Because no. I wouldn't even say it's your problem. It's just the way you are. You can't don't think of like that as your problem it's just who you are and if you try to resist those things it's just going to make it harder on yourself yeah yeah
1: yeah, yeah. i guess i see it as a i see i see where i'm at in it and i realize that it is an issue for me and for my health because like i get those times where i'm like oh god i am going to get diabetes at 30 and i don't want to be that person because i'm eating that much sugar so I'm getting there, but like, I guess maybe like a really good replacement addiction for me as of late, and especially since I got sober, is I walk a lot and I love going outside and I love being outside. And that is my new addiction. I hate getting in cars i really hate getting on public transit now even though i love taking pub- public transit and if i have to get somewhere I'd rather do it that way but like i'd rather walk somewhere
0: yeah i wouldn't say that's new for you that's kind of like i feel like that's
1: something that you did with sobriety then yeah well and, like, yeah i guess it's more i've been doing it for three years but like i feel like i have yeah. really taken it on in yeah. the past year where especially when coronavirus hit i started walking uh i mean Everywhere. 20 30 40 miles a day um, and I just really enjoyed it um and I just find it I find myself at peace and as much as it, like it takes me extra time to get places and I have to like, you know make time for that as well. I feel more joy than I was like driving places and getting places I do, I'm
0: very on the same boat with you I'm not <laughs> very,
1: very much a pedestrian
0: like, <laughs> I like uh i do I don't like uh, I like driving long distances on highways, yeah, it's very therapeutic, but I don't like commuting and city driving and like i it's i'd rather be a pedestrian just walk there and i love walking Mm -hmm. i'm in the same boat with you it's it is rough though because as much as i love all seasons i don't like i don't enjoy walking in the colder in the cold weather as much as i enjoy obviously walking oh yeah summer and spring so it's been a little rough like because we're just now getting a good spring day and I'm like already
1: itching to, you know, go to the
0: park after this and get my hammock.
1: But I, I literally, I feel like I, I hated the winter too. I hated walking in the winter and I thought I did. And then this winter hit and I kind of was forced to walk a lot of places because the bus routes here have kind of been really crappy and they're running every like 30, maybe hour. Um, And so walking places just was easier. And so I kind of was forced to walk to school in the cold. And I found a new love for it because there's quiet and calmness of the city when it snows and it's cold outside. And you get a new sense of Denver when you hear it that way and you see it that way i don't know i it's just
0: i would do anything for <laughs> snow to happen when it's hot out i would give anything for it to be like opposite and for it to be like warm and like, Fire, snowing. Snow. like well no like cold snow on a hot day Ooh. wouldn't that be epic but like it w- i mean physics and stuff like that wouldn't really but i mean who knows maybe Anything's possible. There could be a planet
1: where there's like some sort of uh materials that freeze freezing like,
0: and... yeah temperature doesn't matter mm-hmm. it doesn't have to like be hot and cold it could just exist together mm. no such thing as warm water there <laughs> it's just
1: water it's just you want cold or hot
0: <laughs> oh my god we're on to something
1: right all right so new planet uh cold hot water <laughs> <laughs> Water, <laughs> water. i guess we could just make our taps not turn on warm water here <laughs> well okay so uh (laughs) back to the well anyway so yes that is my i feel like that's my new addiction and i feel like that's a really positive addiction in my life because let me tell you nature's great yeah nature is great It is cities are great
0: yeah um new addictions that are positive i don't know i think since, since getting sober i would i don't like to say like new addiction i think maybe like i've started um you know just exploring like reading more and stuff especially reading especially because i as a drinker i did not want to read and, you were a reader uh, yeah like once i got sober i started reading and it really just opened up a side of me that i forgot about from mm. when i was younger i used to love going into my room and reading and i think you know part of the part of growing up is you know trying to get rid of all the things we liked as a kid and do all these new things and it's like fuck reading i want to like drink and party with friends and blah 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 Mm. and that kind of you know progressed over time into you know suddenly i'm just drinking with no friends and not doing anything and not you know don't want to read because it's too hard to read when you're drinking but i would love to you know you know, I would try so hard to get back into reading, but I, mean, I i was drinking so much that I could never even keep up. Or even when I was hungover, trying to read, I couldn't remember what I was reading. It was impossible. So I guess long story short, <laughs> I, I love just like finding the things that I like to do when I was younger. That's and great. What though. Dylan did, you know, like reading, whether it be that or just like you said, walking or exploring nature looking at it actually looking at the trees not just looking past them and seeing trees seeing like oh that tree is different from that one it's such a different color green and appreciating it more mindful being more mindful is what it's breaking down to i guess
1: yeah i will live vicariously through your reading um i hate reading (laughs) so you just do all of that for me and i will happily enjoy what you tell me about books
0: (laughs) yeah i mean it's great knowledge and you'd see what i bring to the show no i love
1: it i i really do i i wish i had more of a i guess that that's one of my like uh I've always had, ADHD, always had ADHD like it goes away <laughs> um, it sometimes <laughs> I, <laughs> I have ADHD and like it just it's always been super hard for me to read especially since I'm dyslexic as well so it's just like a big huge like I'll read paragraphs like eight times before I'll actually understand it yeah so I, I appreciate it. like people like who can read and like I just love hearing about books, so you do that for
0: me. Books are great. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, but, yeah, I feel like I also found my childhood, like, love after addiction as well um, because I found my degree in geography and, like, I loved maps and, like, looking at maps and understanding where people lived and demographics and all like of this that. stuff as a kid. It was, like, one of my favorite things and like i never thought about doing it as a job yet here i am almost 30 after trying to do biology biochemistry nursing all of this shit and i found a thing that i really love and i get really good grades in and i'm like why did i not think about this beforehand (laughs) i I love when little gay
0: kids love maps or weather (laughs) (laughs)
1: oh yes weather was my favorite even though i was so scared of it i thought it was maps. oh they both okay maps and weather go hand in hand i had to take a weather and climate class as well um but i used to watch the weather every day i would turn it on was the moment i woke up like weather on the eighth. yeah oh seriously i wanted to know what happened because i was deathly afraid of tornadoes as a kid and like thunderstorms love them now but like hated them i would go and hide underneath my bed Aww. and i just wanted to know what was happening and so i watched the weather channel all the time and it made me feel more calm because i could know when things were happening oh yeah a little control there yeah really yeah. really good control yeah
0: <laughs> yeah knowing something that, yeah it doesn't have to be bad yeah great um <laughs> i i've seen but i love weather i mean growing up and and i when i think about young dylan i think about you know living in tennessee at least Mm. like because i moved to new jersey when i was 10 so before that i was all in tennessee and we know we were right in tornado alley right the tip of it and i used to love just like seeing like tornadoes in the distance and like because there was a lot of fields in front Mm. of our house like where it was just kind of open and you could see them in the distance, and you know, we'd be okay. You'd, and you but like the tornado sirens and stuff where they would go off, they oh, yeah, scare the crap out of me. I did not like those that much because that just feels very like uh, Armageddon and like you know, it does like...
1: feel that way. But I mean, warning systems, it's great, but yeah, it always scared me too when they went off because
0: could they make it a nicer noise? Like, <laughs> hey. <laughs> 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 okay yes. i think we just found the new one for we right, didn't so... even plan that that was beautiful hey we're gonna clip
1: that we're gonna send that to denver and we're gonna be <laughs> the, like listen new transit for tornado or whatever
0: not transit the emergency new... warning system <laughs> hey <laughs> i mean that just sounds so much more like oh look outside
1: <laughs> the that would get people to look at the tornado <laughs> Ooh, what is that
0: but that's what we do as humans anyway i mean when you hear tornado it's warning true. you want to look for it how
1: many people record that shit me
0: yeah <laughs> if i see weather i'm like okay if i'm gonna die at least i'll be taken by cool weather because this is cool okay i shouldn't say that too much because there's some really <laughs> there, bad things going honestly, on in the there, world. Are, there
1: is really cool uh, weather is like so intriguing and i just found out about geostorms yesterday and how they can actually i don't so i don't know how meta science this really is and, and like how true it is but like from what i understand is geostorms are extra strong solar flares where you could actually like so the aurora borealis can actually reach down into like hawaii and mexico and to places where you would not expect to see these and it causes a strain on people on electrical systems so like they can actually cause like uh people's electrical systems to go haywire um for like a couple hours and they're talking about how these storms are getting more and more intense and now they're gonna last like days long to where like people's technology could get really fucked Ooh. up from this stuff. Is that why my Google Home has been weird lately? <laughs> yeah, well we no, we just had so we just had one, two, oh gosh, no. Three big flares in like 2 weeks. Ooh. Um and I guess the reason is because the uh sunspots on the sun uh switch their poles every 10 or 11 years. And so that's what causes these extra large events. And so we just had one of these events happen. Oh shit! Yeah,
0: I do like to read the. Um, there's this like one website that shows like solar flares, and I know they've
1: been popping. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what that's what these are. Okay, the solar flares okay. are what caused the aurora borealis, and oh. that's and so these things are getting more and more intense as the uh, poles start to switch. And so we're gonna have these more giant gas bursts. Oh, that yeah. I hope it doesn't wipe out podcasts. <laughs>
0: that's the only piece of technology that works right
1: only hey could you that would be a great wow uh, that's
0: that's on the other planet where it's cold and hot they have only podcast communication no ads (laughs) (laughs) whoa are you sure you want to call me that (laughs) national podcastism (laughs) okay on that note
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, wait. Oh, rapid question. firing. Okay. Dylan, Yeah, where can they find us at if they want to see us on Instagram?
0: Oh, on Instagram at The Sober Gay Podcast.
1: Ooh, okay. And if they want uh, to ask us any questions, how can they email us?
0: The Sober Gay at gmail.com.
1: Okay. And if they want to listen to our podcast on any platform, where can they go to find that at? Go to
0: The Sober com, where you can find how to listen to us on any platform, see some show notes, watch older episodes, and
1: and buy some merchandise. Oh, okay. Am I missing anything? I don't think so. Oh yes, and we do have uh, three tiers. If you all want to uh, help us and support us, uh, that is always appreciated. Dylan, what is tier one subscription?
0: Tier one for ninety nine cents. You can listen to us at any volume.
1: Oh, and behind <laughs> door number two, there's tier two. <laughs>
0: tier two is. <laughs> I, always I think it up. is $4.99 $4.99 and for that tier you can listen to us on vibrate
1: <laughs>
0: and <laughs> tier number three is
1: nine ninety nine,
0: and you can listen to us by switching on and off vibrate, <laughs> vibrate. <laughs> and turning the volume up and down
1: yes so basically
0: these are just free subscriptions well not free but <laughs> three subscriptions to just kind of help us continue doing this show we don't really have any exclusive content just yeah. yet but it is great and we love when you do it um until next time stay sober girl